T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yesterday, not reacting to the Celtics, reacting to Mego's shooting form. No. Which I know, Mego, you were hoping we'd go a day without bringing that up. But oh. Hold on, I'm adjusting my chair over here because Fourier sits like a munchkin. Are you doing a leg kick into the chair like yeah, you shot? Is that, what, is that what it is? I just uh, pushed it up and now it's going back down. So look, I, I, I didn't want to bring up the shooting. Scal did it. Ryan did it. And of course, I mean, we're talking to Tom Curran later today. It's probably going to come up. That's fine. I, Curran has already texted me multiple times about my strategy. Like when I went home that night, I was, I had gotten over it. I was having pizza and no, no lie. At like 8.30 PM, Curran texts me, still don't know why you didn't start with the layups. I'm like, like, dude. You're like, I'm shame eating. I'm, tra- I'm, I'm shame eating right now. Could you, could you not pile on? What are we doing I'm here? We got an hour without so we'll talk to Tom Curran about 90 minutes from now. We'll start off talking Celtics. They got a win last night, 115-93, to over a bad Portland Trailblazers team. That's a team that gave up at the deadline. It's Damian Lillard, who is spectacular, and nobody else on that team these days. Are we feeling any better about the Celtics after the victory, Mego? I'm feeling slightly better. As you put it, you can't measure it with too much grandiosity because it's the trailblazers they're 12th in the west and they're really bad outside of damian lillard and they look like they gave up halfway through the game but it was a nice little cushion that i think you needed before going on this road trip that seemingly is going to bring everybody back together and i think it was a good game for jason tatum he shot much better um i thought that strangely brogdon did not shoot well Oh, he shot. He shot horrendously. Yeah, he that which is disappointing. Um, Marcus Smart, I thought, looked better and looked more kind of in the zone that he should be in, particularly offensively. Only taking four shots overall. Mm-hmm. You have to like that, right? I do like that. You have I to mean, applaud that. I think some of that was he only played twenty two minutes because he was in foul trouble. But yes, that did that did limit uh, his shot total last night. But or his shot I, total I mean, was you not know you know because outstanding. Because I wrote for WEI last night. I went to the game last night and I wrote off of it what my big takeaway was. But if we're talking about how I'm feeling about the Celtics today, I'm feeling slightly better. 
Are we feeling, feeling slightly better? Are we feeling any better, Arkan? Does does beating the Trailblazers does that alleviate any fears? We were talking about our panic meter and something's wrong with the team. Are we feeling better after last night? No, not yet. Um, the Celtics do have a pretty soft part of the schedule coming up here. I know they have a road trip, but it's a lot of teams that aren't very good outside of the Sacramento Kings. I think almost all these teams are either under 500 or lottery bound. And, uh, you know, that, that should be, this should be a nice win streak here. That's when I'll start feeling better about the Celtics. When they put a, when they pull off a win streak over these bad teams, because some of these losses that they've had lately haven't necessarily Brooklyn. I mean, that's not a good team uh, right now. That that's a team that they should. And in the past, Orlando and other teams have given them trouble. So, so I'm not going to start feeling better yet. I'll feel better when they get back from this road trip and they've won like six out of seven. See, I'm happy you bring that up about the road trip because everybody's like, oh, six games. I was watching on NBC Sports Boston last night. It's 8,000 miles round trip. Oh, no. It's Atlanta, Houston, Minnesota, Portland, who sucks. Utah and then Sacramento is a legit team at the end. But even still, the Celtics destroyed them when they played them earlier this year. They should clean up on this road trip. And until they do, I'm not feeling a heck of a lot better either. I guess incrementally, I'll take it down on the panic meter a notch or two because they won. And if they would have lost last night and blown another double-digit lead, and don't pretend like you weren't thinking it, when they went up 12, 14, 15, 20 early in the game, I'm like, how long till they blow this thing? And the Blazers went on a few mini runs to get it down to 12, 13, something like that. But the Celtics put them away. So maybe I feel incrementally better, but they still need to do more. And the road trip will be a big test because it's a bunch of crappy teams. I agree. You got to be mentally tough on the road. Can you gut it out against bad teams? You should be able to do that. A championship team should be able to do that. They did it last night at home when they had to do it. Can they do it on this trip? Are you feeling better about the Celtics today? 617-779-7937. On top of that, we have this weird Grant Williams thing going on. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Grant Williams here from the Boston Celtics. We've been talking about it. Uh, It was... Very noticeable when he was benched last week against Cleveland. You know, it was obviously notable when he was benched for stretches of overtime after missing those two free throws against the, the Cavaliers in the rematch where Donovan Mitchell told him, ah, eh, you're probably going to miss one. He said, I'm making both. My heart goes out to him. And they wound up losing. Your heart should. Uh, and I, I do understand your compassion on that one. Uh, but what's going on with Grant Williams? Mego, you were there last night. You wrote about it at weei.com. What's going on with Grant? So from the jump, this was something I was going to have my eye on because I feel like it's been this story that's creeping around the corners of the team right now. And at the very beginning of the season, I approached this team thinking about Grant Williams in kind of a different space than he was in the playoffs last year. I think Grant Williams got thrown under the bus a lot last year for how much he chirps to his to the refs, how much he says to his teammates, hey, don't worry about Draymond Green. I'm going to take care of him. And everybody's like, shut up, Grant. I'm Batman. Exactly. That sort of stuff. But then yeah. at the beginning of the season when things were going really well, I thought Grant is a little brother on this team and he plays an important piece chemistry-wise where I think – it brings some balance to guys like Tatum, guys like Jalen Brown, where they can kind of just dunk on him and he's willing to be the butt of every joke. Yep. And it was a nice thing going for a while. Now it's gotten hinky. Now it's gotten weird because there's something going on with Grant where whether it's just he's not getting up to the gameplay that he needs to, um, he's running his mouth on national TV and embarrassing himself by popping off on Donovan Mitchell, then missing the shots. But I thought that sitting for three quarters yesterday, having Blake Griffin eat your minutes, 
halfway into the first and stay in and actually do well in those lineups, granted, against the Portland Trailblazers, it was really telling. And then what Missoula said after the game and what the other Celtics who talked said after the game about Blake Griffin going in for uh, Grant Williams' time early in the game, I thought was fascinating well let's let's hear that because Blake Griffin goes in before Grant Grant only plays in the fourth quarter I think he played the entire fourth quarter if I'm not mistaken which is a slap in the face it would have been better to not play in my estimation then you could turn around and say he wasn't feeling right he's injured blah 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 this was a message from Missoula I think by playing him in garbage time and playing Blake Griffin over him here's what Missoula said when asked about Blake Griffin after the game you went with uh Blake as the big off the bench primarily tonight what uh what led to that decision and what did you uh see out of him uh Blake just is a professional brings a lot of experience I think um he helps us force turnovers with his activity his hand activity uh his ability to take charges his overall communication and I think he does a great job on the offensive end of screening and getting the ball where it needs to get to and so you know I think as we come down the stretch it's important uh to really just rely on his experience and he's been such a professional for it and um you know he's somebody that we're going to need Two times. He says Blake Griffin is a professional, which means Grant Williams isn't acting professional, right? There's no other way to take that. Look, the question was specifically why the decision to go with Blake Griffin over Grant Williams early. So when you answer twice that Blake Griffin is a professional, that he's professional, I don't want to hear about Grant Williams' elbow strain because he hasn't been on the injury list at all. He hasn't been on the injury report once since the All-Star break. So it's you can't sit there and say, well, maybe they're just managing his elbow. He's not on the injury report. Maybe I didn't hear anything about matchups. Last time it was a DNP less than a week ago, it was a matchup-based decision. I think this is pretty clear-cut. So Jared Weiss, and you alluded to injury, Jared Weiss wrote yesterday that since he's donned to sleeve February 12th against Memphis, Williams has been struggling with a ligament strain in his shooting elbow exacerbated by inflammation in the surrounding muscle. And we talked about this uh, during the show yesterday. That's according to league sources with knowledge of the situation. That's what they told The Athletic and Jared Weiss. They were granted anonymity because they weren't authorized to speak on the record. Grant had to stop lifting heavy weights for several weeks, though he returned to his normal routine before re-aggravating the injury in practice before Sunday's loss to the Knicks when he played 45 minutes. According to those sources throughout the injury, Williams has experienced discomfort turning or grabbing with his hand. Again, if he doesn't play in the fourth quarter, I'd buy that more that he's actually hurt. He played in the fourth quarter, which means it's a coach's decision. This is rotational. He's choosing to play Blake Griffin over Grant Williams. You can't tell me that's a functional thing on this team. It's dysfunctional is what it is. And Mego, you pointed this out to me. Not only did Joe Missoula throw him under the bus by saying he's not professional, he's not professional, he's not professional, uh, by saying Blake Griffin is, what did Al Horford, the elder statesman on the Celtics, right? Fans like to prop up Al Horford. Elder statesman, good veteran. Al Horford pushed back on Joe Missoula and his commentary indirectly on Grant Williams. You know, the biggest thing is... Um... Um, for you know, for for him to continue to work and, and stay ready and do the things that he he needs to do, um, and he's been great at that. Um, you know, Grant has been very professional, um, very positive, um, and uh, and when he's getting these opportunities, he's making the most of them, and um, and, and and you know, it's uh, it's something that as a team we're just rallying together, and and um, and at the end of the day, just. Uh, All we're worried about is, you know, continuing to get wins and continuing to play the right way. 
So he is professional, according to Al Horford. Is he making the most of his opportunities? I saw him miss two free throws in a pretty big spot with one of those opportunities. Well, recently. fair. Like, has he been playing well lately? Okay. I don't. I don't know about that. No, his numbers have dropped a little bit, but still, overall on the year, it's not like he's shooting poorly. He's shooting on the year. He's sure. shooting forty percent from three, eighty percent from the line, forty-five percent from the floor. He's largely been the same player that he was a year ago. He's averaging more rebounds and points than he ever has in his career. So, look, I. I I said I blamed him for the loss the other day. How could you not with the missed free throws? I'm in a weird spot defending Grant, but he should be in the rotation. Of course he should be in the rotation. And this goes back to what I've been talking about now for a few days. Something's off. Something's dysfunctional. It reminds me of the 18-19 Celtics, the final Kyrie year here in Boston, where guys are now kind of arguing with Missoula over various things. Jalen's been sniping at him about shot selection. Al Horford is sniping back at him, intentionally or not, about Grant being a professional. Blake is a professional. Grant has been very professional. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need to hear? There's something so off. Dumb. There's something off, and that's why I don't feel a lot better after the win. I should feel better. They won. They won going away. They rested guys in the fourth quarter. That's why I don't, because that thing is still there. The Grant Williams thing, I think, is just not the biggest deal in the world that your, your coach is having it out with your seventh or eighth man. But it's just indicative of how the Celtics are off right now, and the players in Missoula feel like they are sneaky at war. Grant has been very professional. Blake is a professional. Blake also by, and this is something that I think you observed when you've gone to the games, Arcan. Blake is like a totally go-along-to-get-along guy at this point in his career. Like, everybody likes him. He's a rah-rah veteran guy, like locker room force and everything. So aren't you also making a statement when you're putting him in halfway through the first quarter instead of Grant saying like, hey, sometimes it's better to go with a guy who will go along to get along than the guy who's being an active pain in my rear end? I mean, look, I, as I, I'm sure Grant Williams is a pain in the rear end. It's part of the reason why I haven't been on the, the, the Grant Williams bandwagon for years now. And... I think the Celtics have this colossal problem of guys not understanding their role and guys thinking they're better than they are, and Grant is a big, big offender when it comes to that. He should still be in the rotation, and he better be back in the rotation soon. How you feeling about the Celtics? You feel better after the win last night? What's going on with Grant Williams, and is it a symptom of what's been off with this team for the last couple of weeks, maybe even the last couple of months? 617-779-7937. We'll discuss more of that coming up, and I do want to get into the Celtics and whether their frustration is showing. Jason Tatum, Joe Mazzula, they both talked after the game. I think frustration is showing with each of those two. We'll get to that right after trending with Christian Arkin. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.